What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi! Hey, viewing party listeners! You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag Mini Pod Squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing parties. What's a test? Viewing parties. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. The other night. He was watching TV in the basement in his recliner, and Tallulah sat on the chair behind his head. Yeah. And he took photos of that. Of the cat. Of the cat sitting behind his bed head for, like, a long time. Yeah. And then it was time for bed. He was just like, come on, Tallulah, time for bed. And we were like, what? <laughs> and then Tallulah came upstairs, and later on he was like, hey, have you guys seen Tallulah? <laughs> we were like... Yeah, she's up here, and he's like, oh, why, why? And we're like, well, I just couldn't find her. And we're like, you oh, were you looking love her for now. her? Oh, you love her. And then I got these photos <laughs> today that says Zach is living his best life. Oh, and Tallulah. And Tallulah is over here getting some good old, some good old butt scratches. <laughs> she's, and he was just like, hey, Lula, you want some pets? Good kitty. <laughs> He's like just talking to Lula. And she loves him. And he loves her. Okay. But then here's... But the other thing about this far out photo is like, of course, we have Tallulah yeah. being her normal fat self. <laughs> yeah. And we have the other dog hanging out. But then you have the other dog over here in the corner in a sweater watching <laughs> this go down from the other side of the room. Uh, and it's just like, what? <laughs> oh, that's It was really good. So that happened today while I was at work, and it just makes me so That's fantastic. happy that he likes my cat. And my Your cat, cat is pretty him. easy to like. She is wonderful. She is also, you know how she likes to find things and bring them to me? Yes. Well, I knew that once she got comfortable, she would do this again. Oh, no. And I assumed it would be with, like, my roommate's craft supplies. Oh, yeah. I was correct. Uh... One morning I woke up and she had like plopped on top of my bed like a little baggie of some like, I don't know, some sort of a craft supply and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. The next morning there were four more, four or five more baggies <laughs> oh, no. of other craft She's supplies. Just them to you no, mind? yeah, she just like will bring them to me. That's really funny. And she meows very loud. It's like she's like gone on like a hunt and she's like, look, I brought you a thing. My cat makes the most obnoxious noise when she brings me things. Yeah, and you're like, I, like, wow. The first time I was like, are you dying? What is <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you if what you she keep dying like she this. She waits till I get in bed. And so mm-hmm. I'll be like laying in bed, like, like yep. l- looking at my phone or whatever. And then I just hear like, <laughs> and you're like, what? Jeez. And she starts dragging all her toys to mm-hmm. me. And I'm yeah. like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, she just, like, yells at me. She yells at me in the morning when she's hungry. She yells at me at night when I... She's like, you haven't been home all day! And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not the only person who lives here who could give your butt pets. Like, just make new friends, man. If I haven't been here for a while, if I, like, lay on the couch for any extended amount of time, she's just... 
all there. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you were gone for two days? Yeah, she spends all night up in my bed or fetching things, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, when do you even I have time for this? The reason cats bring stuff to you is because they think you're a bad hunter and they want yeah. to, like, help you. They're like, and, you like, need yours that. Yours brings you craft supplies. I know. <laughs> she brought me... This is what she... Okay, so when we first got her, she would... I mean, we didn't have a ton of stuff. She would bring me gloves. She would bring me her toy. She would bring me toilet paper. She would bring... She once brought me drywall. Oh, no. And I was like, where did you even find this? But, yeah, she would just find, like, the gloves around, like, for whatever reason that we had gloves in the house. Don't ask. It was winter. Right. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, all right, like hats. fancy gloves. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, here. I'm like, okay. And then, at my old place, she brought me all of my stepmom's pampered chef stuff. In bags. Because <laughs> it's in bags. They were all in bags, because yeah. they hadn't, like... You know, been opened or like shipped yeah. out yet or whatever, and yeah. I was like, I don't need all this kitchenware. My favorite thing: we had a little dog um, named Rocky when we were younger, and he was a toy poodle, so he was like a ten pound dog. I'm like, yeah, he was this cute little fluff, and we always cut his hair. My mom always gave them puppy haircuts and not like poodle haircuts because that looks silly. Mm-hmm. But his his hair on his tail would dreadlock, and it was like the cutest little thing. It was yeah. so funny, but. When he was not super old when we got him, and we're like, where's Rocky? We haven't seen him for a little bit. And we hear his, like, little bell on his collar start mm-hmm. tinkling, and he comes out of the bathroom. He has gone in the bathroom. The toilet paper had been down long enough that he could grab it. Oh, no. And he just bit the end of it in his mouth and, like, pulled it all the way to the living room to show us how proud he was. <laughs> <laughs> just trailing, like, have done. feet of toilet paper behind him. It was like, hilarious. Oh. Like, of course you did. Yeah. So that's how Tallulah's doing. That's your Lula update. <laughs> my little Lula Bula. Apparently my cat is rolling around in tissue paper like it's her favorite thing in the world. Well, it is. You can probably hear it. Oh, by the way, in the last episode of The Vow, yeah. remember when Tallulah got real close to the mic? Yeah. It is real noticeable. Oh, <laughs> you yes. can totally hear her purring super loud. <sighs> I haven't listened to that part yet. That makes me very excited. <laughs> she makes her audio debut in The in the Vow. Oh, man. Well, I can do a little park and rec. We I... should probably tell people who we are. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm Katie. <laughs> I am Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. Party. It's we... a podcast where we watch a thing and then talk about it. Yeah. Usually we talk about other stuff because the movies we watch aren't that great. As we did today where we talked about cats for <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's fine. At least there was only five. <laughs> I can park and wreck. And yeah. then I also have, I don't know, I just have a lot of fun things to talk about, Wesley. Cool. We have so many fun things. Good. Okay, first, Parking Wreck. I read The Handmaid's Tale. Yes, I read it years ago. Great. I Have you watched the show? No. You've told me a lot about it. I've heard a lot anecdotally about it. Why have you not watched? Because I remember reading it and thinking how terrifying some of it was and not wanting to watch it. To look at it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well. It's not so that I'm not interested. I kept getting told that... The book, like, they did crazier stuff in the book than they did in the show. And I believe that to be false. I think that the show is, like, much more... All the things that the book alludes to, you see. See, that's the thing with me. But I like, love that, though. Yeah, I, like, I want to know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I like 
leaving it to my imagination. And they don't show you everything, but like often, t- so like you know, sometimes if a handmaid's done, if somebody does something real bad, they might cut off a relevant part of their body or right, something. Right, right, right. So you don't necessarily like see them cut off the part of their body, but afterwards you're like, that girl has one eye now. Right. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they're doing it. But it was really, really, the show is so, 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 so good. Yeah. And the book was also excellent. Up. And I'm not surprised they turned it into an incredible show. Yeah. Um, did um, I ever tell you about my mom reading this book? No. So she wanted to read it because she'd been hearing all this stuff about it. Yeah. I've been talking about Margaret Atwood for like decades because yeah. I love her. So my mom, I don't, can't find my copy. I think my sister must have borrowed it because, so my mom like was at the used book sale that she goes to all the time mm-hmm. up at the library and bought a copy for like mm-hmm. a quarter. So she got this used copy and she was like, Wesley, um... This book had a photo in it. And I was like, uh? what do you mean? She was like, I found a picture in my copy of The Handmaid's Tale. So she sent me a picture of it. And I'm going to show you right now. Reveal on the podcast. Okay. This is the photo that was in her copy of The Handmaid's Tale. What? It's an 70s Port Lake snapshot of a baby in a in a crib. And I was like, of all the pictures oh, to find in The Handmaid's Tale. It's a baby. It's a picture, an old picture an of old a baby. An old picture and I was of a like, baby. I am not one for burning books, but, but like, maybe this copy should be destroyed. <laughs> maybe this is a haunted <laughs> this copy. This is terrifying. Oh, man. I was like, Mom. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, so man. scary. <laughs> Ugh. That makes me super freaked out. Isn't that weird? I love that. So that makes weird. Me really happy. It's like of all the things. Ugh, so crazy. Well, there's anyway. that. So I did that. I yes. also watched this movie from the seventies called yeah. Suspiria. I've heard of this movie. Really? It's a famous like horror film. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well, I've never watched it, it and well, I'm no, not plan on it. It wasn't that bad. But um, they're remaking it. What? Yeah. When? Who? Soon. Hang what? On. Let me Google. Wait. Um. Yeah, because it's like it's one that they've shown at the Gateway a lot because it's like a super famous like cult classic horror yeah. film by this uh, uh, Italian director. Yeah, Tilda Swinton's gonna be in it. Swinton. <gasps> Swinton? Yeah. No. Well, it's I'm coming totally out this that. month. It's coming out like in a couple weeks before Halloween. Oh my God! So here's the poster. Whoa. Oh, that's different. It's got Chloe Grace Mertz and Tilda Swinton. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So did oh, you girl. like it? Uh, it was like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I saw some photos about this happening. Super weird, y'all. Okay, so... We should probably watch it. Weird. Podcast. Maybe. It was good. So, okay, it's 70s horror. Let's start there. Right. It was also, I, apparently they did this thing. It, Matthew explained it. Because he's like a big horror fanatic. I don't like the way that I said that, but it's what it is. And so, he, um, anyways, back in like, you know, whatever, they were making Italian or European directors were making a lot of movies, but they weren't making a lot of money because the States is where all the like 
movie money is. So they would make these movies to be shown in America and like dub it with like English like voiceovers and stuff. Okay. Like on purpose so that like to show them in the States. So it was made for us, but by Italians. Mm -hmm. Um, The plot is really interesting. (laughs) Basically, girl shows up to like a pretentious or I don't want to use the word pretentious, prestigious dance academy in Mm -hmm. Germany. She's American. And uh, that was a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) And you, you know, like, so like uh, she gets there and like some other girl has been like freaking out and she like leaves and stuff. And basically they're like, there's, you know, been some like weird stuff going on lately, but it's, you know, sorting itself out. She's like, all right, and it turns out, like, one of her friends that she makes at school has been, like, wa- like keeping track of a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. she was just like, no, like, cr- like this is happening, and this is happening, and this doesn't make sense, and it's, you know, just like, stuff's happening in the school, and yeah. then it gets, you know, creepy from there. Because it was made in the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Some of it is really fake looking, at, like, the blood is, like... yeah fake on purpose yeah like it's a style choice right. not like the blood looks so fake but like it was intentionally this like very off red color yeah like almost a pinky kind of red yeah um and stuff like stuff like that and i mean they like show you some like gory things that i was like i did not expect the movie to like show me this like, i was like surprised um but it was, like, really good. The music is totally different. Where normally in a horror movie, when things are getting scary and stuff, the music will, like, build. Yeah. But this is, like, the music was, like, so loud. Hmm. And then it would just cut off. And you were, like, what? Like, That's ah! So, like, yeah. the director made had some, like, really interesting style choices. And he did that kind of stuff a lot. But I don't know. I don't know why it has. I don't know enough about horror, and I don't know enough about yeah, the seventies to be either. like, why does this have a cult following? I know that it does, though. But it was like really pretty. It was very pretty. Like it was like if Wes Anderson made horror, it would could look like mm-hmm. this. It was really pretty, um, and like there were some like problematic things of the time of like, oh, this woman is like. She's, you know, trying to get away, but she's, like, acting super helpless. Yeah. Like, the ending I was, like, really put off by, because I was like, why is she walking so... Like, I understand that, like, as a director, you want your actor to, like, kind of move slowly through the room so you can see all the crazy stuff that's happening. Yeah. But then I was told later that during production, it's... She knew that there were going to be things happening in the room, but she didn't know when. They didn't oh. tell her when. So she knew that, like, she this was... surprised. Was, so there are moments where she's, like... Or she's, like, wincing ahead of time, which oh. looks really hokey. But at the same... But, but really then you're, she's like, just like... She's, like, I have... sure what's gonna happen. She's, like, I don't know when this, like... I don't know, doorknob is gonna explode. Yeah. So she's, like... Ugh. Interesting. So, like, they did kind of, like, cool, yeah. crazy stuff like that. So there were some, like... You know, it was fun. Like, I liked it. I liked it as much as I could, and I don't... I didn't hate it, and I was like... I like the interest... I think it's an interesting film, and I think the filmmaking story is, like... Yeah. Usually with movies like that, the behind-the-scenes stuff, I per- I think is more interesting than the film itself. Probably. But, like, it would be totally interested in what they do with a remake of this, because, so like, remake, holy moly. the director is also Italian? 
Um, and he did Call Me By Your Name last year. Okay. So he's going to be, he's the one who's redoing it. I cool. don't know him. Um, That'll be fun. But I watched this. Oh, that's so funny so that I happened that to see Suspiria. Yeah. Over the weekend. That was pretty cool. I just watched Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Because, you know, like you do. On <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching, did I talk about. Oh, and I finished season two of The Good Place. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you, have you seen any of the new episodes oh, no. yet? I don't have access to them. Oh, well, they're, like, live on TV. So. Well, I don't have them. <laughs> it's really fun. There are only two episodes in, but I'm Good. very excited for the new season. I didn't know what, I did not know where they were going That's with that last season. That's the beauty of that show. I was like, I don't oh. know where we're going anymore. I know. Adam Scott's not around, and that makes me sad. I was really hoping to see more of him, but... Okay, great. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, I missed him. There's I like so hate, many good people. I like hate, the actors on that show, though. I hate so much that this is a comedy series, and I'm still sitting around like, what are they gonna do? I know. Oh no! It's so I'm like worried about them. Wonderful, and I love it so I much. Really like it. Yeah, uh, it's Dude. like my favorite show on TV right now. It's the best. It's live on TV. So live well, from the good place. Yeah. It's the good place. <laughs> <laughs> They've already they started filming the next season. I'm not sure. Probably. Also, if you don't follow uh, Jamila Jamil on Twitter, you need to because she is amazing. And she does the most ridiculous things. Like the other, t- she was on like Good Morning America in her pajamas because she brought all of this uh, like all these clothes with her to wear on TV, and also chocolates in her bag and then the chocolates all melted and so she woke up to get ready for her interview on live television and all of her clothes to use her words looked like they were covered in poo looked like they were covered in poo (laughs) so instead of going and getting clothes she just left the house in her like silk white pajamas with cactuses on them and went to do multiple interviews I'm the happiest person in the whole world. You should... Knowing that that happened. I think... I don't remember if she was on uh, the JV Club, I think, is a podcast she was interviewed on. Um, but she talks about her childhood. She was like a chubby little girl who was real nerdy when she was young. Got hit by a car and was in a car accident and like was in a ter- like in a body brace. Like crazy. Has a crazy story. And like... She had slippers on and yeah. everything. She's adorable. God, she's And so the she's best. so now she's doing she does a lot of talk about like body positivity and like self-esteem with girls because she had this whole experience going from like a bullied chubby little girl when she was younger to what she looks like now. And she has a whole like online campaign about like it's not about what you weigh, like, so she, yeah. it's like, I weigh my success, I weigh Aww, as much as, yes. like, my friendships, and, like, it's really, she's awesome. She's so great. So. She's and, so great. Yeah. So, um, something I can park and wreck, I, I think I already talked about To All the Boys I Loved Before, the yeah. Netflix show. Hey, get down. So, they have another movie that they did, that's another Netflix original. Matilda. Called? Called, um, Sierra Burgess is a Loser. I also watched that! It... I didn't like uh, it! You I did, did like it. You did like it? Good. So there this were, movie there has, were moments where I was like, ooh! Yeah, so this movie has, um, the girl who plays Barb from Stranger Things, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. 
She's Barb? Yeah. I've never seen Barb. She, I mean, she plays like a very 70s, like 80s looking character. I've never. I'll show you a picture. But she is like. Listen, no. What I mean is. Because you missed those episodes. I did not watch those episodes of Stranger Things. I popped in in the middle of the season and was like, who is this Barb person? And just never bothered to go back and watch. That makes me so, so happy. This is what she looks, her character looks like on Stranger Things. She's very like the nerd girl. In the high school. Oh, yeah, that is her, yep. But she's real cute. Um, so she's in that movie, which is why I watched it, and it has the same, like, love interest as the other movie, but I really liked it. And I really I liked it. I was thinking about it. I really like that these new, like, teen movies, there's no makeover montage. Nope. And that makes me so happy. Yep. That there doesn't have to be like, oh, now she's pretty and the boy is allowed to like her. Like. Screw that guy. But don't, because he's a jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, I really liked that. I thought it was real cute. The only problem I had was when they did the switcheroo kiss scene. And I was like, God, that's such a solid friend's move, but this is also, you do not have this permission. Oh, right, my God. Right. I was like, good friend, bad ideas. Yeah. You don't have permission to kiss that person. <laughs> yeah. But I liked it. And then I w- we were also like, oh, no. <laughs> like, why is this okay suddenly? So, yeah. Apparently, I'm just watching all the cute teen movies on Netflix now. <laughs> because the news is terrible and everything's horrible and these are happy. <laughs> I asked Matthew, because he loves comics, his expert opinion on Venom. Because that's the movie that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, well, my son saw it, but I know nothing except that Time Hardy is in it and Spider-Man is not. I'm like, just general Venom from the comics. And he's like, I don't really care about him. I was like, well, thanks for the hot take. <laughs> Hashtag viewing party. <laughs> so, got nothing there. Hashtag viewing party. He's my new comic expert. Yeah. I could have asked Luke. Luke saw it last night, so. I don't know. Yeah, I know lots of people have seen it. Hold on. And we went to see it today in the middle of the afternoon, so... You got any... I'm gonna ask Luke. You got any hot takes on Venom for the podcast? He's probably playing Dungeons and Dragons, so we may never hear from him again. (laughs) I'm gonna eat all your m ms It's okay. There were two bags, and that was all that was left. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I can't feel bad about anything ever again. Nope. I <laughs> stocked up on junk food this week. Pardon so. me. So anything else we want to cover before we eventually get to the movie? Well, yeah, I wanted to talk real quick about my trip. Yeah. I just went on a trip. Nice. So we recorded two episodes in a row, and those are the last two episodes that you may or may not have listened to. It was the best trip ever, and I'm so in love with Matthew. He's my favorite Aww. person in the whole world. I got to see my boyfriend after three months. And we just spent a couple of days together just, like, being around each other. And we played pinball, and we went nice. grocery shopping, and we ate tacos. And he <laughs> slow danced with me in the kitchen. Aww. And we cried. <laughs> um, I cried. <laughs> he was like, you seem pretty taken aback by that. I was like, no one has ever done this before. <laughs> I was really happy. I was like, I literally had a dream about this, and now it's becoming reality. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying right now. 
It was so wonderful. We watched movies and we snuggled and we just like talked for hours and 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 we kissed a lot. I just got like I got to kiss my boyfriend for the first time. And I don't think I want to kiss anyone else ever. If you know, ten years down the road I've changed my mind, I can just remember that I felt one way once. But as of today, <laughs> as of today, I just want to love so much. And it's the best time. And my cousin turned 30, and we had an awesome party with her. And we threw a big party, and I got very drunk. <laughs> I got very drunk. Uh, Moscow Mules. I, I made love Moscow Mules so much. We had a giant, like a big bottle of vodka. Yeah. We used it all. <laughs> And then they're like, well, how many people were drinking the Moscow Mules? And we're like, maybe four of us. <laughs> four or five, <laughs> Meg. Like, other people were like, oh, I'll have one. And the rest of us were like, I'll just drink Moscow Mules. Like, I just, love them. They're so good. I don't know why they're so good. <clears throat> they were trying to make Spider-Man edgy and adult, and he's friendly neighborhood wisecracking Spider-Man. <laughs> I blame Wolverine for everything. <laughs> this is a hot take. This is what I wanted. That's fantastic. This is I what blame I Wolverine. But yeah, so that was me tripping you yeah. so much. I'm very happy. I'm the happiest person in the world. No one is happier than me. Good. No one is more in love with me than me. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's also true. You're not even this in love with me, Wesley. <laughs> You're one of my best friends. I don't know that I can be. Will you be I don't here? think I can top it. Will you be in our wedding? Of course. <laughs> it's you and me and Dave now. <laughs> well, I know you know and a husband, but, <laughs> but yeah. uh, minor details. It's oh, fine. I'm so happy. You can record an episode at my wedding. Okay. Just live. Will you put me at table nineteen? <laughs> You'll have your own table <laughs> called table nineteen. And like Here's what'll happen. We'll be in the middle of a reception and be like, okay guys, we're gonna do a live recording and viewing party and make everyone sit through my podcast. <laughs> like if you're being held here against your will, which I know you are, <laughs> now talk about movies. You're like, pause, we're gonna take two hours to watch a film right now. Hold on, everybody, we're all gonna watch a movie together and we're all gonna be on my podcast. You know what? That'd be a super fun, like after party kind of party though. Was like, you know? to hang on and watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. I would do that. But coming over, we're going to watch Runaway Bride or <laughs> Baby's Day Out or... It would have to be wedding related just because. Pretty Woman. Right? The Princess Bride. <gasps> yes. We've already done that episode. Dang no, it. but like, for real. <laughs> I'm making me really happy. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll come back. I'm going to take a hot take in your pot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a sound nugget for this episode. I'm going to take a hot take in your pot. I'm sorry. We're back. And we're back. I did not poop. <laughs> I only peed. I tried to poop, Didn't but... Didn't really need to give us that much detail. Listen, <laughs> it's important that people... <laughs> That our, viewers content, know. that our viewers know <laughs> that things are going well, both romantically and unromantically. <laughs> Did you have more hot takes for us? Yeah, I do. Though, okay. you know, they're coming. Okay, so we watched Venom. <laughs> we did. We went to the theater for the first time. And by like Venom, forever. I mean, we watched the new Tom Hardy movie, Who Will Make It Ink. 
We went for Tom Hardy. We did <laughs> we, not go for Venom. <laughs> we went for the Tom Hardy, and we stayed for the Riz Ahmed. <laughs> when we st- yeah, we came for the Tom Hardy, and we stayed for the Riz Ahmed. Also, listen, I, and I'm sure Riz is like super unhappy. We're close, so I know about this. <laughs> we're, we're close to my dreams. He is a rapper. Yes. And they did not put him in the soundtrack. That's notably, yeah. at least. I wonder. Now his rap is very different. Yeah. From like maybe what they were going for, but I think it's. I think it's a, a weird call. Yeah, maybe Whatever, they booked like, Eminem before they cast him. That's the only that's, excuse they have, and that's not even a good one. You're like, we don't even know that's a real <laughs> excuse. I think they were just like, maybe. Because maybe Eminem needs the work and Riz is like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm just here to be, maybe. I'm just here for the representation. I of mean, Eminem of did drop an uh, album recently and I don't know that it went over very well. You're going to say drop an F-bomb. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's Eminem. Do you not I mean, remember? I, I Rem- do remember. <laughs> remember the Alamo? <laughs> Um, so, so that's like that was a big the, missed opportunity. Like we were I, w- I was like listening to the credits and I was like, wait, this is not the voice I expected <laughs> to hear. I expected to hear Riz MC. Yeah, that would have been good. Or at least Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda had like the like understanding culturally to have Riz MC MC on a track on the Hamilton mixtapes. Yeah. The immigrants one, which is like oh, great, so perfect, and he also just has, he just has this voice that's like, like really like deep and kind of breathy mm-hmm. in like a super cool way. Who are your neighbors? Oh, what a weird question. Who are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry for that sound spike. What are they doing? I have a lot of new neighbors, so I think I just found where they keep a spare key. Mm. Don't be snooping in my neighbor's apartment. <laughs> it won't be me. Kind of illegal. <laughs> It'll be venom. Okay. Um, venomous, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So we saw Venom. We saw the new Tom Hardy movie. Do you want me to do the plot? You want to do the uh, plot? We can like tag team it and see okay. how if we can all remember it. Cause okay, we open on a little shop. It's kind of scary. A little shop of horrors, you might say. <laughs> There's a plant in there, and he's really hungry. The end. <laughs> so, sidetrack. Little shop of horrors. Yeah. I'm I've sure only seen it once, and I don't really care so, for it. And but. that was, you've seen the one with, like, Rick Moranis and all of the, that in it. I saw it live. But, yeah, I'm, like, aware okay. of the one with. So, there's, like, the Broadway show. There's the Rick Moranis version. There's also the old black and white original version mm-hmm. that it's based on mm-hmm. that I did not know existed, but caught oh. on TV one day <gasps> on a channel that I kind of get sometimes. Oh, you didn't know. That's wild. And it was fascinating. And they did a really interesting job with it when it was made originally. And like, I forget how long ago it was. It was a lot older than I expected it to be because I just always associate it with that like 70s yeah. musical version. Yeah. But anyways, it was fascinating. Yeah. They had like super great title credits. This movie did not. They used Helvetica in all of the typography and I was mad about it. Man, Black Panther set the bar so high. What did they use? They used a fancy, like a super cool modern font that someone... They created? 
No, they, they bought it from a graphic designer who sells it for $7 online, and anybody can get it and use it in their designs. Get out of my face. Yeah. I oh, was, like, amazing. so excited for, like, this random designer who made this. And Black Panther logo somehow. It's in Black Panther. Like, even, um, oh, I think it's, <laughs> is it Guardians of the Galaxy or one of the other ones where, like, they use, like, they fill, like, the entire screen with, like, yellow type to tell you, like, what city they're in. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. In this movie, it was, mm-hmm. like, the most <laughs> generic. East, East <laughs> Small. I don't know where the And I was like, oh. I'm like, oh, but okay. that's the graphic designer watching this movie. Wham, wham. Anyway. Listen, they blew their budget <laughs> on Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, and Riz MC. And they They did. And Jenny Slate, who needed to be in this war. Yeah, she's so perfect. Anyway, plot. <laughs> there was no little shop of horrors, but there's basically it was it's a kind of up. a big shop of horrors. Big old shop. <laughs> Tom Hardy of horrors. <sighs> I love him, dude. I I gotta talk about his mouth for a minute. That's fine. Have you looked at it mm-hmm. much? <laughs> Probably not as much as you have. Do you but... know that like? The shape of his mouth is different than the shape of everyone else on the planet's <laughs> mouth. And uh, and it's just like, his lips are just different than anyone else's. And I just like to like look at them and I think sometimes about like exfoliating them and then kissing them. <laughs> because I'm a weirdo because I'm a total <laughs> like, What if you just used Jeffree Star's new pumpkin spice lip scrub? And, <laughs> and then we made out. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm a good oh. person, I promise. It's you so just good. have wants and needs, and I think Tom Marty could fulfill them. <laughs> Emotional needs. Um, so we're done. Okay. So we open on his mouth. <laughs> Wait, how did the movie even start? Oh, um, no, it was like a, it a was, truck. We did kind of open on his... Yeah, because it was when, like, they woke up in the morning. Yeah. At her apartment in San no. Francisco. It was before that. Was that the break? No, there was, like, the whole thing with, like, an ambulance. Oh, it in started in space. It started And in... there was a rocket coming back in and we... then disintegrated and fell into Malaysia. I totally forgot about that. I just... Remember that we were in East Malaysia, so oh God, this movie was like not super memorable. And then, but. yeah, it was the rocket that was bringing back the samples we find out later samples of life from a meteor, meteor they cross paths with. Sure, something. I don't Space. know. I wasn't paying attention. I was just thinking about the Meg still. <laughs> yeah, we got to the theater and they started playing the, <laughs> the Meg. Meg. And I was like, I mean, and I'm not we mad. Were, we thought it was a trailer. Like, I'm and then, like, preview. we were at an Eden theater and, like, the guy who came over to get our order was like, oh, they messed up and They're sorry. Playing the wrong and movie. so, like, we get to, like, a pivotal point in, like, the first five minutes of the movie and then it freeze frames on what's his like, name? Oh, Jason Statham's Jason face. Statham. And then we're all like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, I was going to watch this movie. I was like, whatever, I'll watch this movie. Like, I, I mean, give me two. This was the weirdest was movie experience. Double. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you had that experience. We'll never go back. Uh, oh, excuse me. Okay, so. <laughs> I was just thinking Rocket about the Rocket comes in. I was like, what's going to happen to Jason? <laughs> um, some of the specimen gets loose, basically. In Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then we cut back to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, with Tom Hardy. And Michelle Williams. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. I keep thinking that I'm like accidentally saying like Serena Williams, but I'm like, <laughs> not the tennis player, the other one. Yeah. The, the white girl that's been in re that's been in a lot of movies lately and is wasn't she in um the I like I feel pretty yeah mm-hmm. that's where I saw her last she I was think. also in um you know that musical about the racist guy <laughs> with the circus the greatest showman oh <laughs> I was like I don't know where this is going uh, yeah exploitation the musical so there's a really funny joke about that movie and the oh. new good place episode just tell me what the joke because i totally know um totally down for that joke so at the end of the good place season two they decide to send them all back to earth yeah okay so um basically michael starts meddling in their lives and he's not supposed to and the um the judge catches them on it eventually and says like do you not know that, like, because you've done this, like, there's a ripple effect and so many weird things have happened since then? And she's like, England left Europe. For some reason, this movie <laughs> about P.T. Barnum made $400 million. <laughs> and he's like, what? What? <laughs> like, the Jaguars are good now. What is happening? What's going on? <laughs> and they oh attribute God. it all to side effects of The Good Place. Oh, and like great. meddling of Michael and I thought it was that's fantastic. pretty hilarious. This movie about <laughs> B.T. Barnum. Yeah, I'm still a little. What? Some my I roommate still was like, watched it, so it's really cute. It's listen as a musical. Yeah, it's cute. If you're colorblind, <sighs> yeah, which we all are. But yeah, no, it's just like about a guy who like. Ex- like, learn how to exploit people. Basically. For money. And yeah. they don't talk about his minstrel shows. Yeah. Conven- yeah. Conveniently. Conveniently. And his minstrel shows were, like, him trying to do, like, a hot take on minstrel shows. Ooh. And they were, tr- like, they were supposed to be, like, pointing out how awful minstrel shows are. But I was like, it's still blackface! Yeah. Still bad. Still stupid. Still bad. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. this movie. Not a fan. But the musical is really lovely, and the music is fun, and, like, Zac Efron's arms are, like, killing it. They're, like, buzzing out of his shirt. He's just, like, a racist idiot who doesn't understand that he can't hold hands with a black woman in public yet because there's still slavery everywhere. And he's, like, why can't we just be in love? And she's, like, you don't get it. And he's, like, but why can't we be in love? And but she's, I'm like, would you guy. stop? <laughs> And he's like, well, I understand because I'm being ostracized by all of my rich family. And she's like, no. It's not the same thing. They literally have a whole song where she's like, we cannot rewrite this. I really want to be with you. You do not get it. It's really good. (laughs) That's my favorite song. Because he's like, I just want to be with you. And she's like, yeah, me too. But like, don't be an idiot. (laughs) It's good. She's like, you dumb. And I was like, oh, my favorite love song ever. She's like, you're stupid. I want you to. And I was like, yeah, get it. Zendaya, Zendaya. I don't know how to pronounce Disney it. Disney Channel queen. I'm proud of her. Good. Also, Zach. But like, Zach Efron is so cute. So now there's two Disney stars and Wolverine in this movie. <laughs> but the best singer is that bearded lady. She oh, is I've heard perfect. she's fantastic. She, dude, listen, 
I Maybe know that we, we should all... watch this, and then this... you could have a whole rant yeah. about it. I know that we all love Hugh Jackman and whatever. But, like, that bro cannot sing oh, next I... to this woman. Yeah. I was like, I didn't expect him to off, be able to sing in general. Get off the stage. I also really want to watch Gone Girl again. I'm like yeah. in the mood for when it when Halloween hits. I don't get in the mood to be like it's such a creepy movie. I'm like I want to watch feminist murder. <laughs> that does sound like I want to watch MO. like enough, <laughs> and I want to watch Gone Girl. Meanwhile, like, I'm like they're playing Hitchcock movies on the theater. I'm yeah, gonna go see all of them. I'm the theater. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyways, so we're five minutes into this movie. <laughs> okay, so... Someday we'll get through the plot. Anyways, so Tom Hardy's in bed. Okay. Fully clothed. <laughs> we do not have a shirtless Hardy. Unfortunately. Which, like, thank you for not objectifying him, but like... <laughs> this is a superhero movie. I expect mm-hmm. an obligatory shirtless scene from someone. <laughs> I almost got one from Woody Harrison. <laughs> he was in a straight jacket. So, let's keep going, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Wrap this up. So, you find out that Tom Hardy plays a guy named Eddie Brock, which is the most, like, I wear leather jackets name you've ever heard. <laughs> Ed Hardy? <laughs> uh, His name is Ed Hardy! <laughs> so, he is a investigative journalist. Sure. They say TV basically he's like a uh, a like shock interviewer who yeah. like does all the hard hitting stories. He doesn't care what people get think about him. I was really proud of myself guy. that when they were showing that montage of like what his yeah. show is like, I was very clearly like, oh, I see what's happening. <laughs> like I caught. I normally don't catch the things, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. I, I was like, I connected that. So they're like yeah. showing, like, they're like showing him like who Eddie Brock is. And he's, you know, doing a couple stories, and one of them are like, the homeless are missing. And he was like, well, we don't clearly don't care about the homeless. And then he's like, he's like, bodies are found in this landfill. And it's like, well, I guess the city cares about as much as the murderers here. Like, that's like, yeah. he's like, I'm Eddie Brock, and that's the most hot take. <laughs> I just like the word hot take today. <laughs> Apparently, it just keeps flying out of my mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, I see. (laughs) So he has this show that's on some network. It's the network. They never tell you. The network. They don't give you a fake name or anything. it's the network. The Daily Planet. (laughs) So he gets this interview with, um, his boss is like, you gotta take this, like, do it for us. Like, we brought you back when you got kicked out of New York City or whatever happened. I don't remember exactly, but... They set up this interview with not Elon Musk, who is played by um, Riz Ahmed. I don't actually remember the character's name. Um, it was something kind of prestigious sounding. But he's essentially oh yeah. an Elon Musk character who's like, well, I started by f- trying to figure out how to cure cancer or like prolong people's lives and all these good things. And like logically, the next step is rockets and exploring space. So... You can also tell he's supposed to be, like, a uh, technology genius because he always wears dark shirts with turtlenecks. Carlton Drake. Carlton Drake. And they just kept saying Drake. The first time they just said Drake, and I was like, Drake has what? <laughs> Drake has rockets? And I was like, what universe is this? We're like, Drake's got a rocket. And he's just out there, like, pouting in space in a personal rocket. And it's really like, what that man. video is. Where he's just... 
was like, Kiki, do you love me? From space. That's what I immediately was like, what about Drake? I'm so confused. No. Yeah, so Carlton Drake is, yeah. He's beautiful. Yeah. Let me just throw that one out. Look at him. It's out there. So good. He always has good suits, too, at all of the... At all of the award shows. He always looks so nice. They did some good beard implants on this show. Sh- show is a closed circuit. I don't know, but I'm going to look at it. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> She's like, just put together a collage for the Instagram. <laughs> I was in the middle of a TV show with him in it, and I still haven't finished it. The night of. But I'm trying to watch it for years now, and I haven't <laughs> finished it. It's so, very slow. he plays this tech genius who has a giant company um and i don't know how oh, early like life yeah life I, it's oh. something life town is a really cool organization that we can yeah. talk about some other time so tom hardy knows he's going to do this interview he's up in the middle of the night getting juice or something he looks at his girlfriend's computer and an email comes in because she's a lawyer, lawyer. An email comes in that's like confidential information about the life company, and he's like, "I'm gonna check I'm, this out real quick." Yeah, it's like I'm interviewing him tomorrow. So he finds out all this like information that he's not supposed to know that's confidential. And blah, Basically, blah, blah. there's lawsuits happening. Yeah, that's what he finds out. What he finds out is that like they're doing basically human trials and people are dying, and it's terrible. Um, so. He brings that up during the interview. The interview gets shut down. He gets fired because of it. His girlfriend gets fired because of it because she was the like unsuspecting accomplice, basically. Mm-hmm. Both of them lose their jobs. She immediately breaks up with him. Out on the street. On the street. Hands him his ring back and is like, have a nice life. Yeah. She, I mean, she was like, you used me. Like, this is not going to happen. I like that she said that his... Um, ego requires constant attention. And I was like, yes, queen! <laughs> Tell him what it is! Yeah, she was like, uh, no. <sighs> so meanwhile, we're also seeing that Jenny Slate is a one of the researchers who works with... Skate? Is her... Her name is Doris, and I was like... Oh, sorry. Do- Lois? Sorry. Yeah, Dora Skirth. I was like, Jenny Slate, her name's Dora Skirth. I'm an idiot. We're good. I got it. Yeah, so... um. She works with him, but she's got all these, like, like she knows what's happening. She's got some reservations about the kind of testing that they're doing. Um, um, he, like, he gets a hold of the specimens from space, which was because it was his rocket and all that stuff. Um, and he's trying to, he's trying to find a way to make people, like, humans viable to live on other planets. Yeah. For the same reason that, like, Elon Musk is trying to do, like, Mars research and all that kind of stuff to... Space Force. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. So... Did you know... Wait, there's a lot more than just Space Force. So Space Force is where we're trying to, like, militarize or whatever. Right. And, like, have That's a, space... a whole different thing. Yeah. But, like, there's a whole actual country that is already formed with, like, leaders and stuff that are ready to, like, go colonize. Oh, and they're mostly white, by the way. Of course they are. <laughs> Anyways, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. Look it so, up. <laughs> it's run by the Russians. <laughs> some, sorry, some Russians. <laughs> Not the Russians. <laughs> gotcha. Continue. So, we 
at some point they skip forward six months and we find him, Tom Hardy, in this crappy apartment. Um, the Life Company has been doing science experiments and have accelerated to testing on humans and it's going really badly and people are just dying. Cause they're science- snatching up them homeless. Yeah, basically they're pu- bringing in homeless people, having them sign forms they don't understand that like mm-hmm. sign their life away essentially. And what they're trying to do is there's these life these whatever these things are that they symbiotes brought from space need a host in order to live so um they but they have to like symbiotically match with their host the same way organ transplants do they explain yeah so they've just been like throwing people in there and seeing what happens and usually they die Mm -hmm. because the the parasite just kills the host if it's not compatible. Yeah. So Jenny Slate's character's like, ethically, this is a problem. Like, we need to Big do something problem. about this. Like, she's uncomfortable. She's scared for her family. Um, that all we these never things. See. Yeah, that we never see. Because, of course, a woman has to be concerned about family and not just herself. Or ethics in general. Yeah. Um, Alright, cheating. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she tracks down uh, Tom Hardy's character because she knows that he does this kind of investigative. Yeah, like. Yep. And tries to convince him to do the story, and eventually, um, I forget what happens that makes him decide to do it. He sees his ex girlfriend and is like, okay, I'm like sitting around doing nothing, and that's never gonna get her back, so. Yeah. So he agrees to do the story, sneaks into the facility, um, is told not to touch anything, and then does, and of course, ends up... Well, his homeless friend, he sees her. He has this, like, friend, and she's homeless, and they, you know, like, chat and stuff, and all this jazz, and, like, he sees her locked up in one of the cells, tries to break her out, and then it turns out that the symbiote from her latches onto him, and then now he has his best friend named Venom. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a buddy comedy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a weird way it did yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind, kind of, of a weird buddy comedy because <laughs> like, it was only one person movie. I really wanted to like this movie so we'll keep going yeah okay so do you want to pick up from there maybe oh see what happens okay so he gets out of the facility whatever um, breaks out after a lot of you know like the alarms go off and He's got to run away from people and all that stuff. He gets out and he gets back to his apartment. And he's like, oh man, I'm super hungry. And so he just starts eating everything and then he throws up because... (laughs) And then he like, is like washing his face in the mirror and he hears a voice that's like, Eddie. And he's like, "Ah!" (laughs) He screams pretty much just like that. And then he knocks himself (laughs) out and he wakes up again and he's like, whoa, what has happened to my apartment? It's like all a mess. Like, I just made a big mess and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. Basically, We he, can skip a lot I don't of know. details. There's like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of... Basically, he, uh, figures out that there's something inside of his body, and it's talking to him, and it's really hungry, and he has, like, a fever. And he, like, is just having a really hard time, and it's, like... They think it's some kind of a parasite. 
But, like, it's not. But it is. Yeah. So, like, he, you know, he goes to the hospital and, like, the MRI machine makes uh, Venom freak out a ton in his body. And it was like, well, that's bad. That's not going to work out. So he tries to go back to his apartment and, like, chill out and, like, relax and mm-hmm. do some, yoga, like, meditation and yeah. stuff and, like, yoga or whatever. And, like, it's not working. And basically he's, like, kind of chatting with the thing in his body. And he's like, what in the world? And he was like, I don't know. We're friends now. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the security team. The security team that's sent out by Riz Ahmed, uh... You know, they get to the apartment because Riz figures out who it is because Jenny Slate's character tells him because he's being a manipulative twat. <laughs> Can I say that word? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's an, you know, it's not like on the list. <laughs> list of words that my mom what would even the, know. What would the good place version of that be? Twerk. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> a manipulative twerk. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so they, so anyway, so Riz is like, go get my, go get my stuff back. So they show up at his apartment, and then he's like, the thing inside of him, and it's like beating him up. Yeah. And they have a big old car chase. Was that they the have longest car, car chase ever? I was like, can we be done with this car chase? I'm sorry, did you watch Fast and Furious? <laughs> well, this, that movie was, the premise was that it was a car chase. Yeah. This was just a really long Car chase. Have you seen Drive? The first ten minutes is a car chase. It's but again, the, it's a movie about... Listen, it's one of the best car chases I've ever seen because it's like a very slow car chase. Like, they're not like... Like this movie? It's, it's like... Hmm? They're like, they're just like trying to like find each other. It's yeah. like hide and go seek with cars. It was really good. <laughs> um... So they have a chase. very long car chase <laughs> with like lots of motorcycles and stuff and basically this is this is the part of the movie where I want to call him Eddie Murdoch and I know what's wrong with me Eddie Brock begins to form his relationship with Venom yeah like they're like talking the whole time um and like communicating and stuff like and, working like, together yeah they begin like working together to get out of this yeah crazy car chase situation that they get out of eventually, and then Venom, like, shows his face, basically, and is yeah. like, listen, I'm an alien. We're I'm gonna in charge. Take, like, I'm <laughs> in charge, and if you, you know, like, you're a loser, and I'm like, where does he even know the word loser? There is some weird stuff in here. But yeah, I was like, how the do they know? Was just odd. I was like, how do they know these, like, colloquialisms? Like, I was like... Like, why do they have all these super cool biker names? Like, what... I don't know. Was, yeah, I mean, I it it's a weird. comic book, so. Uh, I fi- there were a couple of problematic moments with the language being used, and not in a way that was like, this is offensive, but in a way that was like, why? Why did you call him a pussy? Yeah. Like, I was like, dear Marvel, you know better. Yeah. Like, there, like there's a thousand, ugh, I was just mad. Also, you're a loser. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I mean, that did come back later because yeah, when Venom was like, on my planet, I'm kind of a loser. But I was also like, why? Like, okay. anyway. Nerd. Whatever. So they learn to work together. Yeah. Uh, well, work together in that he, Tom Hardy <laughs> is basically like doing whatever he says. And he yeah. Like, it was basically like, listen. Oh, sorry. We're going to take over your planet and if you 
or, you know, like... If you cooperate. Like, you might live. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, okay. So, I don't even know what happened from there. What movie was I watching? <laughs> the, the Meg. Uh, <laughs> I was watching The Meg. Then The Meg so, came out and made everybody! <laughs> the Meg! So, at some point, like, um... They go to... They try to do another MRI, and he gets separated from Venom... And then he gets captured and taken back to... Because well, he figured that super high-pitched sounds are, like, lethal. Yeah. There's, like, some mega hurts. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know. Um, that hurts. And some so mega Michelle hurts. Williams shows back up in it, and, like, she's trying to help, like, with her doctor boyfriend who's running the MRIs and stuff. And so she... Now she really sees and understands what's going on with the, yeah. like, parasitic, symbiotic, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, then, side story, not side story, but, like, while this is happening, you're also seeing that back at the beginning when there was that crash mm-hmm. and one of the creatures got loose and started taking over a different host to a different host, um, <clears throat> has eventually found its way to the life headquarters and takes over... Lifeway. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and takes over... Riz Ahmed. Mm-hmm. So now the like crazy Elon Musk character is also being inhabited by an alien. Do you know what that alien's name is? Riot. Like I said, they think they're cool biker names. I don't know what they're <laughs> <clears throat> So now you've got these two creatures who are loose and ha- are have fused with a human and are fighting each other. Um, Michelle Williams finds a way to get Venom that has gotten loose back to Tom Hardy so that they can work together, which was a whole, like, very quick scene that was real weird, I mm-hmm. thought. That, like, yep. it, like, slunk around until it found a host, which apparently I didn't realize they could do for very long. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow it transferred to an animal and back to a person. Mm-hmm. And then when it shows up in the woods... Because Michelle is the host now, apparently it looks like a sexy lady, mm-hmm. but with a, like, venom face. Mm-hmm. Like, why was that necessary? Oh. Like. Women aren't people. <laughs> like, it's an alien. It doesn't care. Also, it wouldn't If it's male or female. Boobs. Like. It's an alien. They just become, like, strong things. things. Like, why did it have to be slinky and female? Like... It was pretty gross looking. It was dumb. That part made me just mad. (laughs) I was like, I'm mad, but I also get to see Tom Hardy's mouth again. (laughs) (laughs) Really happy for her. (laughs) So... Now I gotta kiss her to figure out what it's like to kiss him. That's not how that works. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Logic over. (laughs) So... Yep. We find out that, like, uh, Riz's character is trying to take the Riot is the leader, apparently, and is trying to take the spaceship to back to get a whole bunch more of the aliens so they can come and overtake the planet. Yeah. Um, Venom has decided to retaliate against his leader, and so by extension, the two dudes end up fighting each other. And yeah. the two aliens are fighting each other. Yeah. Trying to stop. So they have a, a punchy punch scene. Yeah. Some of that was kind of cool. 
with the special effects. Some of it was. It felt a lot. A lot of it, especially early on in the fight scene, felt like in the Transformers movies where yeah. like you can't tell what's happening. Yeah. Like I could not. They looked and so I think much part alike. Of it was at su- at one point it was on purpose. Yes, it, but before but not all that, of it was. I was like, just like these is when just they were shiny just stuff. Starting yeah. to punch each other, I was like, I can't tell the difference yeah. between who's getting hurt anymore. And I also was like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, is. we save the planet. Yeah, we yeah we ended up saving the planet, and you know, things kind of go back to normal. Yeah, and then it turns out that like. Uh, uh, Venom and Eddie decided to stay friends inside of Eddie's body because, you know, because you can. And, uh, you know, they're like establishing some ground rules together <laughs> and stuff. And they're just yeah. like, well, I mean, if you're going to hang around, like, it's cool. I get it. Like, there's nowhere else for you to really go on the planet and you like it here. So, yeah. Which is weird, but okay. Yeah. Like, we're going to be friends. You can't go eating people. Unless they're bad people. Like, unless they're bad which people. Which is kind of a funny caveat. Which is very Dexter. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't go, like, eating people unless they're bad. And we gotta, like, you know, we gotta, like, rein it in. And, like, sometimes it's, like, a me thing. And sometimes this is a you thing. Like, you yeah. know. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then we meet next villain at the yeah, end. Yeah, and then the next villain we find out is uh, a guy named Carnage. Who's a serial killer, which they're going to make him super creepy and stuff. Here's the unfortunate thing. I just want to see the serial killer movie. (laughs) I don't want to watch a former serial killer get superpowers and just be totally insane and kill people. I'm like, this is not what I want. I think that that is doing a great injustice to serial killers everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is gross misrepresentation of murderers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. So you want some hot takes? Yeah. Okay, hot and then, take. And yeah. What? And then I want to talk about the after credits. Got it. Okay, so hot take from Luke. It is fun and it is a better version of the mask. Also, uh oh, something about a haircut. That's oh. irrelevant. <laughs> um Okay, here's the hot take from Matthew. The whole Venom and Carnage run of Spider-Man is not my fave. They were trying to make Spider-Man edgy and adult, and he's a friendly neighborhood wisecracking Spider-Man. I blame Wolverine for everything. Spider-Man is meant to be fun. The Venom thing made it all dark because Marvel was trying to go darker because they were all obsessed with Wolverine. People want anti-heroes. I like hero heroes. Plus, it's totally dumb to make a Venom movie that has nothing to do with Spider-Man. It's like the Catwoman movie. Irrelevant, but time hardy. So, I don't know. <laughs> also, I mean, that's his, basically our hot take. Yeah. So, also, but time hardy. Like, but time hardy. <laughs> also, his son said, what a goofy movie. So, since I'm not imagining goofy, was probably not what they were going for. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, a little bit. So, yeah. how many Channings do you give this movie? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna give it no tanning, Channing Tatum's oh. and three Tom Hardys. Okay, that's fair. Tom Hardy is a yeah. 
a wise man's training tatum. I'm so mad at myself for saying these things. Oh, that's so good. Tom Brady is a wise man's training that's tatum. Pretty, that's pretty great, though. Thank you. I try. I'm here for you. Mm. How many Tom are Channings? Mm. Tom Tatum's. <laughs> Can we have a movie with both of them in it? Is that a thing? Yeah. Can we request that? Dear universe, <laughs> would you please? Um, I'm going to give it four of Ooh. either one. Of whoever wants it. <laughs> Who wants like, to claim it? Like, it wasn't bad. No. But I'm not going to watch it again or buy it on DVD. Yeah. You know, like, nah. Yeah, it was The Mask. It was Little Shop of Horrors. It was just like, face It's fine. There and were some was, parts that were kind of funny. Most of them a, not. Yeah. Um, it had some, like, trying to be goofy. I am things. mad that we had a Riz Ahmed and Jenny Slate movie, and it wasn't a comedy where they live happily ever after, because that would have been great. And we, I want that. We, let's just take a moment and just, like, imagine how. Can we? Can you make that noise where we imagine things? Yeah. Yeah. Then we have this segment so, where we just... Imagine. <laughs> okay, so we're in an alternate universe okay. where this was actually a buddy comedy that had to do with Riz Ahmed and Jenny Slate, and they fell in love. Yes. And how did they meet? In a science lab. Yes. <laughs> they met in science, <laughs> and they fell in love because they're like, test tubes kept moving in each other. They probably got their like results mixed up <gasps> and thought their experiments were all wrong. Oh, no. And then they, there's a chemistry joke somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And then... And then the first everything time... Everything gets worked out. The first time they have sex, there's some joke about human trials. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I still want to watch this movie even with that. <laughs> but, like, maybe they're kind of, like, in competition a little bit, but, like... Yeah. They don't mean to be. Like, they fall in love, and then they find out that, like... like they're oh. on opposing... Oh, Like, no. they're both trying to get the best thing yeah, published like, in the journal or something. Oh, no. And then their editor is, like, also their best friend, and he's And like, it's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy! Tom Hardy is like, listen... Because I want him to have heart-to-heart talks with Riz yeah. Ahmed about That's, life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with tater tots. <laughs> like, over yeah. tots. So we're, <laughs> I love that we're taking all the elements of this movie and just rearranging them. We're making a way better movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have, like, hearts to hearts with, like, yeah, he's, like, the buddy. He's just, like, the dumb white friend in this movie. Who's <laughs> like, listen, uh, man, sometimes you gotta put love before your career, and he's like, what do you mean? And then somehow... Why, why would a man ever be asked to choose? And, like, maybe Michelle Williams is Jenny Slate's roommate. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's fine. And they're friends. Yeah. And, like, friends. I don't even know. Yeah, well, she's still, you know, just, like, a hard-hitting lawyer the whole time. But she's, the, she's the lawyer who works pro bono now. Oh, yeah. Where's Chuck, so you know she's cool. Oh, yeah, she's super. <laughs> she's real chill now. <laughs> Uh, I like this movie. What would we call it? I mean... Venom. (laughs) (laughs) There's an... There's gotta be some kind of, like, they've got chemistry joke. That's Uh, terrible. Uh... 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 Not 
not safe for children. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. No animal testing. <laughs> with the stamp. With the little bunny stamp. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Science. It's too late at night for me to come up with a good pun. Yep, I'm, I'm we'll work on that. Anyways, it's a better movie. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to reality. Okay. <laughs> this has been Dream About It. <laughs> did you like that pineapple on pizza for your eyes? I did. I, did. I, so I disagreed with it 100%, but I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we'll link to it. Because um, it was really funny. It's actually ironic that you sent me that, because I had just been doing a, like, course for work where... So, I don't know if you've heard of Skillshare. It's a website where, like, people post, like, video classes, essentially. And you watch these, like, lectures happen. And then, like, um, they might have a project for you to do, or it might be... um, It's, like, tutorials and stuff. But um, I do it for work as part of my, like, professional development. And there's, um, like, I watched a whole thing about... From a graphic designer about how she, like redesigns logos and how she you know critiques them and does all of this and how her process is and all this stuff cool one of the courses was matt bellisai talking about creating viral content i hate that and so so happy and it's really great like he's it's a really cool it's a really good video but I had been like during last week. That's the course that I was doing, was and Matt then you Bellis sent me this like, like, "Here's my thing about pineapple." He's like, "I'm gonna get drunk and talk about pineapples on pizza." And so it was really interesting because he like went through this whole like hour and a half like discussion of like how to do all these things and like how to edit yourself and whatever. And then at the end, he's like, "Go watch a really great like a viral video that you like and critique it," and then like. You popped up with, like, one of his own videos. And I was like, huh. Excellent. And now I appreciate this differently. (laughs) Yep. Now I appreciate... Yeah, now I appreciate all of his stuff in a very different level. That's really good. It was just really funny. I like it. So. Is that all free stuff? No. No. It's a subscription. That's still great, though. But it's really cool. There's a lot of really fascinating stuff that I'm learning. I'm down for that. Well, so... Yeah, you so know this movie. This movie, like, it's you know, it is what it is. I'm glad that I saw it. Yeah. So I didn't have to watch it later with anybody else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was also nice to go back to a theater, but then it was not. Cause I've been, I haven't been in the movies in months. I know. I don't think I've gone since. No, I went to see The Incredibles. Yeah. I went one day, and I was the only person in the entire theater. Like, it was just me alone watching The Incredibles. Aww. <laughs> it was, like, the middle of the day because I had taken off work for the week yeah. or the day or something. So it was, like, a Monday at 2 in the afternoon. But that's how long it's been since I've seen a movie in the theater. Yep. We should go watch more movies. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So. It was a movie. Yeah, it was a Marvel movie. It gets, movie. you know, a couple of Tatums. Yeah. Just, like, a few. Just, like, a toddler of Tatums. Yeah. Hardy though. Uh, I'm glad uh, he's a, he, he was so. Is he been been in both universes now, DC and Marvel? Who's he in DC? Wasn't he in Superman? Oh, he's B- Batman? Batman. Yeah, he's Bane. So he's a in, he's a villain in one universe and a hero in the other. That's kind well, of awesome. He's also a villain. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. 
know. Weird. It's weird. Has anyone else crossed over universes like that? Actor wise? We are not the people to talk Ryan about. Ryan Reynolds. That. He was a Green Lantern. Yeah. Now he's Deadpool. Yeah. He laughs about being the Green Lantern all the time. <laughs> I love so much that Deadpool, like, just is like a real turd about Ryan Reynolds. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in all sorts of universes. But He's I don't in know. every universe somehow. Uh, Chris Pine? Chris, the Chris's? Any of the Chris's? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chris Pratt's hanging out with dinosaurs, and also he's in space. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I don't either. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't either. Woody Harrelson, Why are we maybe? talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. Men? Well, Woody Harrelson and Riz Ahmed are both in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And now the DC universe. Yeah. I mean, Marvel. Don't. Yell at me, internet. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what do you mean you mixed them up? How could you? I'm in this... Troll. Troll, troll, troll. I'm so tired. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Here's what I would like to add. Okay. There is nothing wrong with 90s Jim Carrey. Don't use that as an insult. <laughs> Matthew is going to have a lot of things to say to me about that because he really hates Jim Carrey. But I stand by my affection. Good. Tom Hardy for the win. I'd have got drunk suddenly. <laughs> That's just water that I gave you. Yeah, well, I don't know the difference between it and a potato. <laughs> I don't know how they make vodka. I'm really interested to know. I'm sure it's super loaded with carbs, right? I don't think that's how that works. Is butter a carb? <laughs> Did you celebrate Mean Girls Day? I mean, I quoted it a couple of times. We put it on the work calendar and all wore pink. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, we, I realized when I got to work, I was like, oh. Because it fell October and a Wednesday. on a Wednesday. So. A Wednesday. Well, on Wednesdays we wear black because oh. I work in a place where we wear all black. Oh. However, Treat Yourself Day is coming up next week. Oh. October 13th. Yes. Treat yourself. Oh, but you already did. You treated yourself to Bath and Body Works. I treated myself to all kinds of junk lately. <laughs> well, that's fine. Anyways. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Can we wrap it up? <laughs> yes. Give me that mic. Give me that mic, girl. That magic mic. Hashtag magic mic by Christmas. Magic mic by Christmas. Yeah. I like that theme song. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. Well, we're gonna rest this microphone. I'm a boob. But you can't see that, so it didn't matter that I said that. Hey everybody, if you found this remotely tantalizing, there's not much more available to you on viewingpartypod.com. There might be a picture of a celebrity's foot from Boyfoot's. What website? I don't really want to say that website ever again. I was at work. Listen, listen, listen. I was, I Googled all that, and then I was at work, and someone asked me to look something up, and that was the last website I had visited, and I was very quickly trying to exit out of it. put that in your 
researchers. I was in a meeting and I was like, yeah, I'll look it up. And I was like, no, 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 don't load. Don't load. I was trying to just get out of it really fast. I actually didn't link to it on the site because I didn't want that to be a thing. I listen. I typed in the URL, but it it doesn't, there's like extra spaces and it doesn't go anywhere. It's all about pulling traffic back to your page. (laughs) And if there's a higher search volume for followers, (laughs) that's a search engine optimization. We need to be connected to the boy foot fetish. No, we just have. This is the worst business idea I've ever had. Please visit viewingpartypod.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at viewingpartypod. The dates for the podcast festival have been released. We're very excited about it. It's April something and something. Go check us out on Facebook. In the end, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. Oh, this is Viewing Party. Where did this podcast go? I don't know. Maybe like, well, like Venom, it went up somebody's butt. <laughs> They just made the weirdest joke. They did. I don't know, man. Like it was like they had a bad comedy writer on set. It was like somebody's like. There was a line that Riz Ahmed said that I was like, "That's kind of funny and weird." Yeah, what was it? I don't remember. It was in the lab with the team. Yeah, he made. I can like half remember it, and I'm just like that. Was you were like kind of like kind of funny. Aren't you charming? (laughs) Yes, he is. God, that man is beautiful. I don't know. Hot takes. Do you Thanks. Want hot takes. Well, I got hot cake. <laughs> Speaking of cake, do you want some cake? Yes, let's eat cake. <laughs>